From his first job flipping burgers at McDonald's and delivering the Washington Post, Craig Willett counts only one and a half years of his adult life working for someone else. Welcome to the Biz Sherpa Podcast with your host, Craig Willett, founder of several multi-million dollar businesses and trusted advisor to other business owners. He's giving back to help business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs achieve fulfillment, enhance their lives, and create enduring wealth. The Biz Sherpa. This is Craig Willett. Welcome to today's episode of the Biz Sherpa podcast. I thought I'd share with you some of the things that I've learned about managing time. You know, it's one of the things that's most elusive as we go throughout our careers, right? I mean, why else do we have watches strapped to our hands, clocks on every wall, our computers, our phones have reminders all tied to time? Man is not natural to time. Man is more natural to relationships. Man is more natural to physical activity, and the time is not something that we have necessarily a built-in instinct for. Look at sports. They're not, golf is not managed by time, although you can get a penalty in professional golf for taking too long on a hole, but that's very rare. But otherwise, you look at basketball, football, it's managed by time. However, baseball is not managed by time, but by innings and accomplishments. Now, you have to win. If it's a tie, it can go to a lot of extra innings. I remember watching the Wimbledon tennis tournament one year when the doubles went into, I think, a second day and a record 26 hours of competition. Check me on that one. Anyway, how to manage time. We all are not prone to understanding all about time. And I think sometimes relationships are not bound to time. And so let me talk about that. You need to be available when your clients are available. That's one of the keys to managing time. So look at when your clients do business. That's when you should be open. If you deal with people in different countries, you need to allow for those different time zones and also for their customs. Some of them may close during the midday for lunchtime in some South American countries. So look at that, make sure that you're available again when your clients and your customers are available. Second, beware of time wasters. Now I say that right after being open when your customers are open, but beware, some people don't organize their time very well. And what they'll do is expect you to stay late for them or come in on a Saturday or Sunday to be able to accommodate their needs. I would say if they're that poor of a manager of their own time that they can't delegate to someone in their office to be able to leave and come have time to explore your product or service with you, then they're going to waste a lot of your time and probably not be in a position to even be a buyer or a user of your product or service. So beware of that. I had, for example, a competitor when I was a CPA, and I would go on my way to the golf course. His office was between my house and the golf course that I belonged to. And every Saturday he was there. In the morning on my way to the golf course and after lunch on my way home from golfing, that morning he was still there working. In fact, on Sundays, I'd have to drive by his office to go to church, and he was there working. You know, I have to wonder how effective you can be if you're spending that much time working, and how many people he would meet with as a time waster. 
How did I know he was there? I knew his car and I knew where his office was. And I talked to him about it once in a while. He was a friend. The third tip I would offer is delegate. Look at your week. Look at how much you have to accomplish. And then ask yourself, what can I give to someone else or train someone else to do on a regular basis so that I don't have to continue to interrupt my creative time or my valuable time selling or training or troubleshooting on the production floor and allow yourself to be free to be able to do what you do best. So delegate. The other area, the fourth tip that I would offer is look at your strengths. This helps you delegate. Look at scheduling your time so that you spend 80% of your work hours during a given day in the area where you have strengths. Now you may say, but aren't we supposed to work on our weaknesses? Well, yeah, we're supposed to work on our weaknesses, but I think one of the ways we work on them is to be able to delegate, give it to someone else who can do what's best. When you're the owner of your business, you have to be performing at the top of your game. You don't want to see the top player on a basketball team changing and doing the wash for the uh, warm-ups, nor do you want to see him wheeling the basketballs out during halftime. He needs to be performing at his best and not doing the other work that can be done by another staff member. And so look at yourself and say, am I the guy or, or woman that's spending the time doing what I do best 80% of the time? That allows for 20% to have distractions, to have some ability to be flexible with your time. But I would look at that 80%. My Biz Sherpa scorecard really emphasizes this. The fifth area that I would suggest that you look at is schedule time for yourself. And I'm not talking about necessarily during the work hours of your eight to five, nine to five, six to midnight, whatever your work schedule is, but schedule time for yourself. Look at the week, look at the month, and look at what's important to you. For me, it's golf, it's swimming. For me, it's pickleball, hiking, and doing cross-country skiing. Those are some of the things that I enjoy. And I find that as if I put those in, in times when I know I don't have a recurring meeting or an important thing to do, and I put them in ahead of time, and make the tee times and make the schedule, the court for pickleball, I'm more apt to do it, especially if you do it on a recurring basis. One of the things I like to do is work out too. And I have a routine scheduled on Tuesdays and Thursdays from eight to nine that I work with my personal trainer, Zach Gulley, who's been a guest on our show. So I would schedule time for yourself. Find out what you enjoy. And if you don't enjoy something, then you need to spend time figuring out what you do enjoy. Try lots of different things. See what you enjoy. And then pick one that you can do and work into your schedule. The sixth thing that I'd like to talk about is stretching time. You know, you might say, well, how do you do that? We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Yes, we do. But one of the things that I found in business that really helps me stretch time is to have business meetings over lunch whether they're recurring meetings with certain key employees at the office or it at the at the office or whether it's meeting outside consultants over lunch to discuss their findings i find this is a good use of time everybody needs to eat 
And I do find that some people skip lunch, but I'm not one that likes to skip lunch. I think it adds to my energy as I focus on a good meal, but also on a good conversation and take in some business time during lunch. That's a way you can stretch your time. Uh, the seventh thing I'd like to offer to you is to not be rigid. I've spent a lot of my time being rigid. Maybe a better way to put it instead of in a negative, be flexible. I think I allow for that in the 20% that I talk about. 80% of your time spent doing what you need to do best and allow 20% to be flexible. It may take you longer with a certain client to resolve a problem or a situation. And so be flexible in your schedule to allow for that. And don't be afraid to move things around if something becomes an urgent or pressing matter. But I would add number eight to be, don't let the exceptions become the rule. You need to allow your rule, your schedule to dominate. And it's very easy to start making exceptions and then saying, oh, I can do that another day. Haven't we all done that? Oh, I have racquetball scheduled at that time. I can miss this one time. And that's true. There are times where we need to do that. And I wish during my career, I had maybe set something else aside to be able to spend time with people who I wanted to develop a relationship with, whose schedules didn't always mesh with mine. I spent a lot of time trying to have people meet my schedule. And I think you need to do that to a point. But that's where I say the flexibility comes in. And the ninth thing that I'd like to talk about is how do you do it? I think I've mentioned throughout these tips something that I think is very important, and that is you need to put things on the calendar. Whether it's a recurring meeting with staff or whether it's your favorite activity, put it on the calendar. Put the important things things that are important to you first as you look to schedule your week. And I wouldn't just schedule a week and I wouldn't just schedule a day. I would schedule a month and look at a month from a a big perspective where you step back and can get a greater perspective on life and look at your time during a given month and what you're trying to accomplish in the business and make sure that the main major objectives you have for that month can be broken down into weeks and days, and then you find those weeks and days where you emphasize what that is and set aside the time to make sure that you're spending the time accomplishing what you do. I do that for my podcast. I set aside certain time where I create content. I set aside other time where I'm going to record content, and I rarely let something get in the way of those times so that I can be consistent in producing material that hopefully makes a difference to our audience. The other thing that I would say is make sure that you realize it's your time. It's your time and you're in control. You know, that doesn't mean you need to be Scrooge with your time. You need to be generous with your time. Find where you can give. Find where you can help and benefit others with your time. It's so easy to become wrapped into what we're trying to accomplish that the last thing I would say that you ought to do is look at that 20% of your time and find a way to spend that time to make a difference in somebody else's life, whether it's the life of one of your customers. You've heard me tell this story before. My father-in-law told me when I started my CPA firm to leave the office once in a while, get out, go see some other people. 
And as I did, I think they knew that I took an interest in them. I wasn't there for any other reason but to see how they were doing. I would say schedule some of that time into your schedule. And that's where the 20% fudge factor makes a difference. If nothing else comes up, make sure you think about who might need your attention at that time and then go spend the time with them. Make a big difference in their life. Again, you have control over your time. It's not natural to us. So we need to be the master of our time. Be available when your clients are available. Beware of time wasters. Delegate. Spend 80% of your time on your strengths. Schedule time for yourself. Stretch your time. Consider the lunch hour as a time to be able to stretch your time for meetings or report, reporting back with people or forming relationships. Be flexible. And... Don't let exceptions become the rule. And then put what's most important in ahead of everything else. And lastly, make sure you spend time to make a difference in your customers' lives, in your employees' lives, and in your family's life. I think it makes all the difference in the world when you set aside from your busy time and make a difference. You know, I often have people say, but Craig, you're so busy. I hate to interrupt in your time, and I hate to give the impression that I'm so busy. I've spent a number of years trying to slow down so that I don't appear so busy. You know, it is a key, though. I was told by my football coach in my sophomore year in high school, he said, even when you're walking down the hall, carry something in your hand. Make, make sure you look like you're busy and you got something important to do. Well, I think that's important. We shouldn't give off false airs. We should be about helping others. When we're about helping and serving others, it will go a long ways to creating a great culture in your business. And that's my, my last time management tip. Make time for others. This is Craig Willett, the Biz Sherpa. Thanks for joining me today. I hope these make a difference and that you'll go to my website and look at the Biz Sherpa scorecard and use that to help you manage your time. Thanks for joining me. Be sure to go to our website to access the resources related to this episode at www.bizsherpa.co. If you enjoyed this show, tell your friends about us and be sure to rate our podcast. Craig would like to hear from you, so share your thoughts in the Facebook community at bizsherpa.co. Follow us on Twitter at bizsherpa underscore co and on Instagram at bizsherpa.co.